What's up, y'all, and thanks for tuning in to Josh You Trippin', a Black Guy's Travel Podcast. I just happen to be a black guy who travels named Josh, so if that's what you're looking for, then you're in the right place. On this podcast, I'll be sharing tips about places I visit, discussing topics surrounding traveling while black, and introducing you to amazing people from all over the world. So come along with me while I attempt to make this world smaller, one destination and conversation at a time. How y'all doing? And welcome to episode four of Josh U Trippin', a Black Guys Travel Podcast. As always, I'm Josh, and I'm Black, your favorite or soon-to-be favorite host ever. Uh, <laughs> I'm funny. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about solo travel, my personal favorite. And I talk about this a lot, and I know that um, I understand that solo travel isn't for everybody. Sharing new experiences with friends is honestly incomparable. However, I truly believe that if we allow ourselves to try new things solo, the freedom your mind can experience, unencumbered by the slightest pressure of your travel companions, can be very liberating. And I love it. I love being thoroughly surprised um, and just soaking up new places. I love just putting my headphones in and just going. I love just sitting in coffee shops and people watching. By myself. That's fun for me. Uh, for me, it's also easier to act like a local when you travel solo. My goal, honestly, is um, if I go someplace abroad, especially, is that I want someone to ask me for directions because then I feel like I really fit in. If I look like I know where I'm going, that makes me feel good, even though I probably shouldn't be telling anybody directions <laughs> anywhere, including LA. Uh, anyway, Today's guest is really going to inspire everyone to get out and go on their own solo travel trips and uh, stifle any fears or concerns that you might have or might have had that have stopped you or stopping you from taking that leap. And um, she's an old high school classmate that I have not really seen in since we were in freshman year of college. I'm not gonna tell you how long that's been. Actually, no, she came to visit LA for work a few years ago. Um, but anyway, yeah, I haven't seen her in a very long time and we, we, we grew up together, but we have very different lives and we've come a long way from where we came from. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you guys to Danielle Flowers. So to give everybody a little bit of perspective, uh, Danielle and I went to a really small, it was a small town in South Carolina called Barnum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's as bad as it sounds. It's as bad I grew as it up sounds. on a farm, like literally <laughs> on a farm. Like Danielle, like she, you're more like in the quote unquote city of Barnwell, but it still. Josh was very quiet, very very quiet. I was a very very quiet, reserved, like going through a crazy identity crisis when I was younger. And and Danielle was a cheerleader, very you know like involved. <laughs> you know. You know what, Josh, though, I, when I think about it, especially because me and you started cultivating our friendship uh, when we were about 10 years old. Yes. And I remember always kind of like, 
you, like just trying to joke around with you and get you to come out of your shell in in a way. Yes. And I mean, you you open up to people, but it just takes you a little. It took you a little longer back then. But when I think about it, I was kind of being annoying, and I'm sorry for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I was like, he's a cool kid. I want him to come out of the shell a little more. Let me just like try to talk to him, you know? We've never see. I feel like I've never really gotten into like the talking about like you know, my my. Uh, childhood relationships with people these days so like i kind of want to now have a high school post uh post-mortem about my my time in, <laughs> my time in barnwell because <laughs> i was a very different very very quiet yes yes <laughs> but i love the evolution of you it's great yeah well i appreciate it and also so now so this is to give y'all a little bit more context so like danielle's personality is you can probably hear in this uh call she's dynamic <laughs> She's loud, but she's funny. She's, <laughs> she's in, the, you know, in the best way possible. The best way possible. Yes, I and know. It fits I know. her career. Obviously, she's being in PR, and I think that it definitely uh, shows. So I love. One of my favorite things to do is watch Danielle's travel journeys on Facebook because they just always like she does. Uh, and she's not like a she's not a travel blogger, you know what I mean? But she does these she, these, these trips, and I'm just like, damn girl, who planned this trip for you? Because like she does like the most <laughs> interesting things. And the reason I wanted her on this call today is because her last trip that she went to and she was just like, no one could go. Well, I want you to tell the story of like how that happened. Yes. Like yes. How, absolutely. How you ended up by yourself. And then I think the thing that people kind of struggle with is uh, when it comes to travel is that they don't want to just go by themselves. It's like they need someone mm-hmm. else. And if someone backs out, then, then there's their whole travel plans. And then they're back to, you know, sitting in their house, doing the same old routine over and over again. So I want to get your perspective to try to get people to get out of that habit and just go. Yeah. So how, well, I'll kind of, to give some context to my recent solo trip. um, The reason why I was so comfortable with going on this solo trip that I went on this past January was because um, I went on a trip to Jamaica, I believe. And it was for a wedding and I was a guest of a guest. And the person that I was a guest of, they had like a strict nine to five and they could only do the weekend. Um, And so I was like, mm, well, I was like, Jamaica, they speak Patois, but a lot of them speak really good English. So I'm like, I could feel, let me just, I want to stay an extra couple of days. It's Jamaica. So mm-hmm. uh, let me test the waters. It was, you know, I, I felt comfortable because, you know, it's, it's a black island. Right. So I'm like, I, I could do this by myself and I was like I don't I mean I, I'll be fine like let me just try it my first little solo dolo situation mm-hmm. and I loved it um and I was like okay I could do this again and so uh I've been trying to you know me and my sister have been getting closer as we've gotten older um and one of the things that we talked about in the past was traveling together a bit more and she's like one of those people, money isn't really an issue for her. It's more of just tell me where we're going and I'll book the flight or whatever and I'll do it. I just don't want to plan anything. She's one of those people. On the trip. Um, don't ask her to plan nothing. Just tell her how much it is and what time and she'll beat it. <laughs> so the thing is, and you have several siblings, Josh, so I know yeah, you well. understand this. Sometimes there's a breakdown in communication and mm-hmm. our siblings communicate differently and we had a breakdown of communication about the trip and the logistics. 
And I'm a very bottom line gal. So to me, it's like, she's a lawyer. So she always wants to have like a debate or present a case. <laughs> I'm very bottom line. It's either you going or you not. Right. So I'm like, based on the things that you have exhibited in your case on your side of this, in our breakdown of communication about this trip, you're okay, basically not Danielle. going. Great. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't want to hear all the extra. It's you going or you not. Cause this is the date I'm going. And you already said you could commit to these dates, but now you can't, which is cool. We grown, we got stuff going on. So mm -hmm. sounds like you're not going. That's cool. So I reached out to a few people to just to see if they could come. Cause New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. So I wasn't trying to really like celebrate the new year on my own because it is my favorite holiday. But I'm like, you know what? I've done this solo thing before and prior and after the Jamaica trip, I did the solo thing again when I went to Canada. So I'm like, every one of my solo dolo experiences, I've enjoyed it, but I also made it a, a strategic situation. Like I'm like, I, I'm not going to put myself in a situation as a solo traveler in those instances where I feel uncomfortable. Um, so I was like, if I'm going to do a solo trip, I want to make sure I'm comfortable. So I made sure once me and my sister had a little breakdown, she couldn't go. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just like go and just do a little research about how people that have gone to Amsterdam and London before, how they enjoyed the experience. So I talked to a few people and it was unanimous. Everybody was like, oh, I love London. Oh, I love Amsterdam. You're going to freaking love it. Like you don't really need anybody like to go. It's a great time. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So. I'm just kind of a person, I've always been that gal though, like easy, if you do it with me, great. If not, you know, it's right. cool. Because like you said earlier, it's just my personality. I don't meet strangers. So it's like, it's very easy for me to connect with people and to um, make fast friends. So I'm like, I know I'll be fine because a lot of, even though Amsterdam is, is a Dutch, uh, you know, speaking country, it's a lot of them speak English. So, and I heard great things about the people people's experience that are American with Amsterdam. So I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be good because I have enough of a backstory and a case study built on how my experience would be. So yeah, I went with an open mind. And like I said, I just, I make friends easy. So I'm like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not stressed. I'm just going to go. Cause I'm just like, I'm not gonna, this is my favorite holiday. I'm not going to sit home in New York. Like I'm not doing that. So it's kind of like, I just did it. And like I said, I kind of dipped my toe in it with Jamaica, I dipped my toe in it with Canada. So I already kind of had a, a built up courage because I had good experiences with my solo trips with those two um, instances. So, so yeah, it was kind of a, it was kind of a build up to me, you know, being super comfortable, you know? But how do you stifle the fear of people who are not so social? You know what I mean? Like the people, so for me, for example, you know, like while I am like day and night for how I was in high school, like I'm still a pretty reserved person. Like I, because of mm -hmm. my job and because of my like life and like I've definitely gotten out of my comfort, you know, my, uh, this that shell I was in from theater and all that stuff. So I'm not like a shy person mm -hmm. where I don't like, just like, I don't, you know, cower. Yeah. You know, you're people. not like, uh, you're just talk to anybody like yeah. <laughs> i get it yeah i'm chill like if you talk to me cool i'll have a conversation but like i'm not the kind of person that goes like hey what's everybody drinking today you know that's just not <laughs> <laughs> that's not really who i yeah. am um yeah but i think that a lot of people when they they think about going solo it they i think it's almost synonymous with being lonely 
Um, so how, no, how, not at all. How do you, like, not at all. Stifle those fears in people. Well, for people, so my advice for people that um, are afraid to travel alone, but wanna, they wanna do it, but just afraid of, like you said, the fear of being lonely. What I would definitely suggest is going on. Um, what's the proper term for it? Um, tour, tours, guided tours, mm. because um, you're going to more than likely be sitting on the bus next to someone on your way to where you're going on the said group tour. Um, you're also going to be walking in a group with said group tour. So you're going to naturally strike up a conversation about something because you're in like a, a space where you're forced to kind of like walk along with or sit along with someone. And that's honestly on this past trip I did to London and Amsterdam, that's how I met a lot of people because I booked a lot of group tours and excursions and somebody would like mention something and then I'd be like, oh, like, and then it just kind of like a little small talk, a little comment led to like a deeper conversation where like, oh, you're from there? Oh, you've been there? Oh, you went to school there? Oh, that's cool. And then just kind of like a, a build up from there. But that all started with me doing group excursions um, and adventures uh, throughout my my experience in those two um, countries. So, so definitely booking group tours is the way to go if you're a little shy. And to be honest, you know, I um I'm not a I'm not a group tour guy. When I travel, mm -hmm. I like I like to kind of like make my own itinerary, and I like to kind of get lost and explore, but. Mm -hmm. Never have I ever heard that case for group tours sound so enticing because like I have a um, couple of solo trips planned to this year for myself. And this mm -hmm. is like, especially now international, I've gone to London by myself with the intention of meeting up with people. So that's different. Mm -hmm. like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm also mm -hmm. very capable of like just putting my headphones in and just going and walking mm -hmm. lunch by myself dinner by myself like i like i don't mind that i like to just have people watching whatever but i've never um considered tours until you just said that because you know i think yeah. i had in my head like oh you don't know who you're gonna be with in these tours um, but i mean yeah. but it's all i mean those that's a very valid concern you don't but i also think now why well i'm saying go on a group tour you also have to be very strategic and curated in what tours you're going on as well and make sure it's not some shim sham thing so you have to do your background to make sure that you're not with a bunch of crazy folks or that the the people that are doing the tour guide um the tour guides are not the people that are doing the tours are not um people that don't have experience or you've never don't see anyone that has had something to say or any feedback so you you kind of want to go places where you know what you're getting into kind of mm -hmm. thing um, and kind of see the type of people that have gone on it before. So don't walk in it totally blind. Like do your do your due diligence to make sure you know a little background on who's doing the tour and what, what other experiences have been like so that you know you're not going to be with a bunch of peculiar people, you know? <laughs> yeah. But no. yeah, definitely doing that background is going to help. I think that's the thing that kind of got me because I've only gone like a couple of tours and I've, I've never really done like the full research on the, and the last one I did was I only did it because I was stuck in Istanbul with nothing to do. So they're like, mm -hmm. do this walking tour. And I didn't, I didn't consider anything, the heat, the language barrier, like everything that was just, the tour ended up being interesting, but I ended up getting lost <laughs> in my tour group because I was trying to look out for my tour guy, my, my tour like partner who ended up getting lost yeah. in the group. So then we ended up getting separated and then I ended up losing everybody. And it was hot. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know where I was. I have no service because 
will leave you high and dry if you're trying to travel Listen, I have Sprint, so I know. <laughs> I get so sick of being deserted by Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it. You just get you conditioned do, to the like bad treatment. <laughs> but that's what, like, that's what I went through when I was in Istanbul. I was literally like looking at you know Google Maps trying to find my little way, but I'm like, I don't know where I am. I'm just going to keep walking. Until, and luckily, I ended up just being the bus. And so I just ended up hanging out with the bus driver until the tour group came back. Look at God. Look, Look at, at God. God. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's interesting. I think that's a good I think that's a good idea to um, suggest going on tours if you are, you want to travel alone, but you're afraid of not having people to talk to and you need that like extra, like something to, to uh, connect you with somebody. <laughs> yeah, just like the, that. Ice, it's a good icebreaker for sure. But like I said, just make sure you kind of know what you're getting into with those guided tours so you're not in a situation like Joshy here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But okay, so I'm curious. I mean, this is kind of throwing you out there a little bit, but have you ever done um, dating, use like dating apps abroad? Oh my goodness. You know what? I took a stab at it in London. Okay. <laughs> I did. I took a stab at because usually um, when I go out of when I go somewhere outside of New York, period, I turn I snooze my my dating app mm. and I was just like, you know what? And again, because I'm going on a solo trip, I'm like, let me just leave it on and see what's what. Right. Um, however, the main issue, which I'm sure you can pretty much gather is that. And, and no judgment to people that are looking for this, but a lot of people were um, were just hoping to connect just to do like a one night stand thing. I'm just not the type of girl. Gotcha. So, but I, I struck up several conversations, but the guys that were really eager to meet up usually wanted to just uh, sleep with me. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, I appreciate your honesty. Cause it's like, <laughs> that's why you can kind of tell by how the conversation is going. Right. I'm like, okay, so you're not... Cause I'm open to a little green car situation, honey. Like you know, <laughs> we could date, you know. But no, I'm I'm not in the market for just a casual time. Sure. So that was kind of a bit of a barrier. But I I said, you know, you know what? I'm open. Let let me let me, you know, let me just see what's what. And I don't regret the experience. I I connected with a few a few people, nice people. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, and and I almost did have a date. But the person got sick and they legitimately got sick because we ended up following each other on Instagram. Um, they uh, came, started coming down with the cold and they had to go out of the country for work. So we kept in touch for a little bit um, while I was I was there. But um, but yeah, I almost had a, a decent date. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with the cold, you know, you know, when you're coming down with the cold, that's the worst part because you mm -hmm. feel like you got run over by a bus. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't upset or anything. And so we still keep in touch from time to time, actually. But um, yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> you know, I, but um, but I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I'm very open to it. I I like it. I like it a lot actually because yeah, yeah at least for me, like especially like dating in LA, you know, that is just a thing in and of itself. <laughs> think about. I'm from I live in New York, honey, yeah, so I don't I know. know it's probably the same exact thing dealing with these foolishness. I'm mm -hmm. just the fools. But, mm -hmm. um, it is a nice change of pace to be appreciated, especially abroad, because people love black people abroad. It's, it's a very different thing. They do. They do. <laughs> that they do. That I feel wonderful do. when I'm abroad. I do. <laughs> feel exotic and fine. Yeah, I do. 
I'm like, wow, all this great attention. And you know, but you know, and I've actually been lucky that people I've met people who are just like cool with like just like meeting new people. Um, you know, and that's mm-hmm, just kind of mm-hmm. like that had like a you know a friend that kind of take me around the city. Um, and that's that felt cool, you know, especially you know, you verify who these people are, you know, just, if they have one photo up, of course, to not meet, of course. But if you can, and like, no, I'm not Instagram, coming to your house. Yeah, you can meet me at Hard Rock Cafe or a Starbucks or something, but I'm not coming to your house, sir. No thanks. Yes, not at we got to meet in public because I need to see who you are, sir. Yeah, so be um, smart about that, children. Be smart about it. Smart about that, children. Um, Okay, so shifting gears a little bit. So, uh, as a black woman, um, how do you feel like your experience differs when it comes to traveling alone? Okay, it. How do I answer this question? Okay, so with being black, I think the experience, just in general, as a black person, it's gonna vary from place to place. So I guess the best way for me to answer that is just kind of give. <laughs> it's a funny account, but nevertheless, an account of just my experiences in the different places. Okay. So. I noticed when I went to Jamaica, um, and this is just trips, not solo trips, but me just traveling as a black woman, like we're we're discussing. Um, <laughs> the men were just very aggressive because I'm like with going to Jamaica and the Bahamas, I'm like the prototype of what their ideal woman looks like. So the men were very aggressive as far as the cat calling and giving me flattering compliments but kind of like a little overwhelming not disrespectful mm-hmm. but it was just a bit much because i'm like i'm not here on that i'm just trying to have a good time i'm minding my business like did you know that so about jamaican before the, you went yeah i had a i talked to my friends that have gone and like girl <laughs> and they <laughs> they um they very much called me champion girl everywhere i went so i was but all with the bahamas it was like od as well but again I would expect that because I knew just from talking to friends that had gone before, but it was just like, dang, like, I'm just really trying to have a good time. I'm like, I'm not on that. However, when I went to London, it's funny because I didn't get catcalled in like the, what's the, what's the, what's the part of London? Like the, the downtown part of London called? I can't remember. What do you mean? Um, which, which but anywho, it's, um, I forget it's like a name that they give it. Um, the 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 heart of London, the heart of London. I can't remember the name of that particular area. But anywho, when I was in that area, didn't get catcalled, wasn't bothered, honey. I went to the black side of London, which is Brixton. um, what's the name of it? Yes, honey. <laughs> as soon as I touched down, folks just catcalling out the woodwork. So it's like with those experiences. It was just a little, and and the guy in um, Brixton, that he literally, I was a little, I was a little scared because he was followed, like he, I, I wasn't acknowledging him at all, but he followed me until I acknowledged him speaking to me, and so I was trying to be curt, but and brief, but not like dis. I wasn't trying to be mean, but I'm like, I was, I was definitely scared. But once I acknowledged he was speaking to me, he asked me if he could take me out. And I was like, no. And he kind of was just like, and I kind of walked a little faster and he kind of was like trying to yell at me across the street. 
it was just the whole thing was just a little scary because again I am traveling alone at that point but nothing came of it but I did I had never been scared and that kind of scared me a little bit because he was literally following me so it was a little crazy but um I hate that yeah but but no as as a black woman I again when I know I'm going somewhere I often do research about just the experience in general and I kind of go into like like you you kind of pretty much caught on I go into these experiences knowing in my mind what I might face right so I think it's um it just varies you know from place to place but I will have to say I have not as a black woman had a uh overtly racist uh because, I mean, we all experience racism, whether we know it or not, but I've never had an overtly awkward experience with racism in my years of, my four years of traveling. So it's been okay. But just like I said, with the black guys and the island guys, it gets a little crazy. But other than that, I mean, when I would visit Dubai, um, that was cool. I got stared at. So that's one, well, that's one thing as a black woman. When you go to certain places and they're not used to seeing black people, it's a bit uh yes. awkward. So like when I went to Dubai, um they were just kind of like in certain well, when I went to the city of Dubai, it was not it was the city the city of Dubai is basically like a glorified New York City. So it was very commercialized. But I make it a point to stay outside of the city that I'm going to visit to get like a more of an authentic feel for the culture. So I was staying in Ajman, um, which is like 30 minutes outside of Dubai, which you get the authentic feel of the Emirati people. And a lot of people stared at me and my travel buddy because they just weren't used to that. And also, you know, they're trying to figure out, okay, is this person African or are they American? And so it was just a little awkward at times. But now when I went to Iceland with my sister, they were like looking at us like we, <laughs> we they had seen mm-hmm. a ghost at times. And when we were just like sometimes out in certain spaces, just have, having a good time, like unadulterated good time, just like laughing, joking, dancing. Like some people looked at it as a form of amusement, like, like looking at us mm-hmm. like we were trying to entertain them, which was a little weird. But um, but those have been just my personal accounts. Um, but nothing like I said overtly disrespectful. Um, just more of like because they're not used to it, they're kind of like mm, the energy kind of is a little off. But um, yeah, it's, it's been it's but and nothing. I want people to, to know up. too that sharing these stories is not meant to deter in any way. It's more so to say, hey, yeah. like these are exactly, no, you should experience these yeah. are things that happen that you need to kind of know and. For you know, people, non-people of color that are listening, it's like this, these are real concerns that we have to think about when we travel. We can't just pick up and 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 say, "Oh, where should I go this time?" and pick a place and just show up without having any. No, mm-hmm. you got to do your research. Exactly. Got to do your research because, especially with us being, well, I don't know who we other people from outside of America could be listening, but as Black Americans, we have to be even the more careful, especially now that we're in the Trump era and he's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. So I sometimes don't tell people I'm American. I'll tell them in a, in a heartbeat, I'm Nigerian. 
And they'll be like, oh, we love Nigerians. Like, I had to do that a lot in Dubai. And it went over well because my brother is uh, is a veteran. And um, he was like, when you go to Dubai, do not tell them people you are from America. Like, they, uh-uh, tell them you something else. And so I went with Nigerian because I have a lot of friends that are Nigerian. So I knew enough to get the conversation going and then, like, get off of it. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, um, Trump, being in the Trump era, like I'm also very particular about who I tell that I'm American. Um, so yeah, it's just don't ever go into a situation not knowing, like say for instance, so now with going back to the situation with my sister, when we first talked about going somewhere for New Year's Eve 2019, our original plan was Paris. But I talked to several people that went to Paris and Paris Parisians don't like foreigners at all, but they especially don't like Americans. So I'm like, well, I, since my sister's not going, I'm definitely not going there by myself because I would need I might need a little guidance or someone to help a local to help me get from point A to point B at times when I get a little lost or you know whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to a place where someone has a problem with foreigners and are not very warm, warm and welcoming to foreigners versus you know, and even fact, I'm American like. I'm not going to put myself in that position. So you definitely should just in general, even if you're not black, don't ever go into a situation not knowing what you could be up against. Because also in that same uh, vein, uh, when I went to Dubai, I almost forgot that I needed to bring like covers for mm -hmm. my head and like wearing certain things for certain excursions because, you know, it's a Muslim country. So in some places you have to wear a certain um, certain attire, but you can't have your arms out. So it's very important that you do your research on these places um, about, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful to yeah. somebody's culture, you know? I just love Danielle's life. I do. She really does radiate positive energy, and it makes me want to be more like her when I travel. Open and welcoming to everything and everyone. Uh, also, ladies... And I, ladies and gentlemen, but I specifically say ladies, um, we were talking about dating apps, but if that is something that you are going to try, um, just make sure you use your common sense because why? Dudes be crazy out here in these streets, all right? It's sad but true. Um, that's all for today's episode, but before I go, y'all be safe out there. Please wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. Eat your vegetables and some vitamins. Uh, drink water. The coronavirus is a real thing, and it's spreading. Uh, the media, I think, is making people lose their minds over it a little bit too much. Uh, but take all the precautions that you need. Wash your hands. Stop sharing drinks with people you don't know. And if you cough and cover your mouth, people are gross. All right. Talk to y'all later. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And since you made it this far, I take it that you might actually like me and want to follow me. So you can find me on all the socials at Joshua Trippin with no G because I'm cool like that. But I did spell out the U because mama ain't raised no fool. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a new episode and check out my website at www.joshuatrippin.com. Stay trippin' y'all. Peace.